0: Welcome back to Rainy Day Podcast with your hosts, River and And <laughs> speak for me. <laughs> I'm sorry, sometimes Hi. I say and and then sometimes I don't say and. It really depends. Well, I've got nothing. <laughs> so, it is currently 7 05. How fun! I'm tired. Oh, but I'm also
1: really awake. You're always tired.
0: Yeah. I c- I'm like tired but super awake at the same time. It's a really weird situation. Okay? Okay. Fine then. Fine then. <laughs> so, how have you been since the last time we talked today filming episode 11? Uh, fine. I'm glad, I'm glad. <laughs>
1: So, should we start the episode? We should should start. I am distracted by my candle that has... It's still warm, and I can't burn it anymore. And I'm distracted by it, so I'll just put it down. I start, right? Yes. Oh. (laughs) Don't laugh at me. So, episode 12... Second time filming it, I got my part done. We forgot halfway through hers, and then we just complications arose.
0: Yes, indeed.
1: It was sad, and now we have to do it again. But there's only one page. There's less than a page, actually. So, cool. Yeah, I did Narcissus and Echo, and yeah, give me give me like two two seconds here. Do do. Do, 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 do. Okay, Good. All right. Yeah Echo was a nymph, and uh, she she was supposedly sought out by Apollo and Pan, but she turned down their pursuits. And Zeus did not pursue Echo, but she used her to distract Hera because they would have long conversations and Zeus could go and do things. I'm not gonna add to that because I, I I, was about to say- I don't think that's appropriate. You'd cheat okay. on his wife? Yes. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yeah, and then, and then Hera found out, you know, and she wasn't happy, so she was like, Hey, Echo, now you can only repeat words of others, and you're cursed now, so, sucks to be you. (laughs) (laughs) And then you have Narcissus, who would have led a long life if he didn't come to know himself, according to the prophecy. Prophecy. Why am I talking like that? I'm sorry. (laughs) And then, and then he grew up, and he became one of the fairest known mortals. And he was a, he was a deer hunter. Oh. So that's interesting. You already knew that. We are, we've already went through this. I'm
0: adding to the story.
1: Oh, fine. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, his looks brought, uh... People who were like, "Hey, you," <laughs> you know, if you if you know what I mean. Hey, you cute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. Echo was one of these people. Echo could not, however, call upon Narcissus because she could only repeat words. So when Narcissus when she made a noise from her hiding spot like a stalker um um Narcissus asked uh who's there and uh Echo was like who's there (laughs) you know (laughs) and uh one day Echo came out of her hiding spot like a stalker I guess that was brave enough to come out of hiding and uh yeah um Narcissus turned her away, and, uh, yeah, he could only love himself. How- how narcissistic. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, um, one day, Narcissus came upon a pool that he saw his reflection in, and he fell in love with himself.
0: That's some confidence right there.
1: Yeah, and, uh, because he couldn't get the object of his affection, which indeed was himself, he died (laughs) of sadness. (laughs) I don't know what's so funny about that. And then, after he died, the nymphs went to bury him, and, uh, yeah, he was a yellow flower called Narcissus. (gasps) Oh, Oh my god. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's going great. Yeah, on to you. That's the end of my notes. Let's not repeat this again, because I just X'd out of them. Yeah, you do you. do, you.
0: Okay, guys, we're going to restart this episode. No, I'm joking, I'm <laughs> joking. Um, wait, I gotta, I gotta lower the happiness. Gotta get into the... Tr-
1: I don't think you do, cause I've, I think-
0: I think- I, I have to get into the true crime mode. Oh well. These stores aren't yeah, happy, you know? People.
1: Yeah, but- but make them happy. No! Um, yeah, looking back on what I just said, um, no.
0: <laughs> the beginning- is, the beginnings are always happy. I feel like. Oh. Because it's like this person did this and they did this and this is great. And they're amazing. And then they die. And then yeah. And then, they died. and then it's really sad. But anyway.
1: I don't know I can comment on that without getting in trouble. So
0: Yep. Anyway, this story is about Holly K. Dunn. Holly K. Dunn, now known as Hello. Holly Dunn Pendleton. Uh she Hello. wrote <laughs> She wrote a book. I'm adding. I- I enjoy that. She wrote a book called Soul Survivor, (laughs) Soul- Yes. Soul Survivor, the inspiring true story of coming face-to-face with the infamous railroad killer. She lived in Evansville, Indiana. (laughs) What? Nothing. Okay. She wanted to become the first female president of the United States as a kid. She was a junior at the University- Of Kentucky. I'm sorry. Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority. She was a part of. She wanted to follow in her father's footsteps in the hotel business and took finance. She was dating Christopher Myers, and they met a, a, at a college bar for her twenty-first birthday party. He then goes up to her and is like, "We have the same toes." And this what? is what <laughs> it gets. It it, it gets better. <laughs>
1: No, I think you mean it gets worse. No, because
0: they both were wearing silver nail polish.
1: Oh! Remember? Yeah, just vaguely I remember that. Oh. Yeah. Continue, I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) He was 21 and from Canton, Ohio. His parents were named Tom and Ann, and he was close with his sister, Elizabeth. The two were like best friends. He was part of Phi Kappa Psi, he was majoring in lighting design, and he was 6'3". So. Oh my
1: God. <laughs> That's too tall.
0: I don't know. It's not that bad. I mean, some people are like seven foot something.
1: That's too tall. <laughs> tall people are scary. You're no tall. No to tall people. I'm only 5'4.
0: <laughs> You're tall to me. <laughs> anyway. Well.
1: Taller
0: people than me are scary. Except, except Izzy. <laughs> Izzy's not scary. Shout out to Izzy. Um, they invited him and his friends to her friend's apartment. They spent the whole night talking, and they went for a walk together, and they learned they were super similar. The two were close to their older sister. Holly's sister, Heather, was 18 months older than her, and the two were super close. She loved how Chris had a bunch of women in his life, and he respected them and was close to them like his mom and his sister he also had two female roommates that's why his nails were silver he enjoyed the outdoors and he would walk around barefoot and he was gonna go to Maine to see the and band what
1: enjoying the outdoors and walking around barefoot
0: <laughs> sounds like someone on this podcast
1: yeah <laughs> but both also both of us. Jeanette?
0: yeah both of us I like the outdoors when I go outside. <sighs> anyway, uh, and he was.
1: Yeah,
0: but when I do and when it's warm out, I don't wear shoes, which <laughs> so he was going to go to Maine to see the band Fish, and he was obsessed with
1: them. <laughs> I love Maine. I'm sorry, I interrupting you. <laughs> he I'm was also an artist.
0: Fun fact: he did art. Holly said about him he would turn a rainy day into an adventure, splashing in puddles and shaking droplets from the trees. If the sun was shining-
1: it's rainy day. (laughs)
0: Yes! (laughs) If the sun was shining, he'd be flying kites against the wind. Chris has an irrepressible, infectious energy. When I was with him, he made me feel like the most important person in the room. He was always smiling, and he would always greet you with a hug. He was always- he would always give the best hugs. That was really cute. That's just my own commentary. Indeed.
1: Yeah. I love hugs.
0: That means if you ever see Nico in person.
1: No. If you're a stranger, I don't like
0: it. <laughs> um The two were once sitting down, and he said the two should create some art. She told him she couldn't draw and he said they should just do whatever they wanted. The two created this abstract, colorful piece, and during his funeral, this creation was in the middle of the pamphlet they created, because you know how they have like little booklets sometimes. I don't know if you do. Little booklets. Exactly. He went to went to the fish festival in Maine and was so excited. When he came back, he gave her the ring he got. A ring you'd like get in a machine in a grocery store, it was a purple daisy with glitter all over it. Okay, so August 28th, 1997, they planned to go to a party at Suburban Court in Lexington, Kentucky for his fraternity. They planned the date for a few days and they were, exci- were going to go on a picnic on Friday. And they were so excited and they had it all planned out. She was wearing her favorite brown corduroy pants and a brown belt and a white shirt and Birkenstocks clogs. Wow. That was... That was that was a big one. <laughs> and three rings, one being the purple daisy. He had a megaphone on his car and used it to call her out from the house. The party was fine but boring and they left after midnight. My voice decided to strange us there. That was fun. They were going to rock... <laughs> they were going to walk by the railroad tracks because he used to live at the house where the party was being held and used to do that all the time. Uh Northwest Southern Railway uh, Wow, you're
1: really- you're struggling.
0: I didn't want to mispronounce the railway, which I got right. I think. Cool. I hope. I'm sorry. And two friends joined them, Ryan and Mike. She wanted to go alone, but they just kind of decided to go there. Uh, Chris carried his backpack with him, and he had beer in it for the party. After 30 minutes, no trains came, and it was- like, super dark and getting boring, so Mike and Ryan went back to the party, and they were going to head home, and Chris just wanted to keep walking a a bit longer and walk with Holly. They began to walk back to the party, and they passed a large electrical box, and it was pitch black, and suddenly, a man stepped out behind the box and said, where'd your friends go?
1: So I don't think I can make that comment, because I don't think it's appropriate for a podcast. But it's not bad. It's not, like, bad, bad. It's just commentary that I don't think is appropriate. Okay.
0: Good. Good good choice. He demanded money, and she got a good look at him. He had olive skin, black wavy hair, khaki pants, a shirt about the same color, but no irises in his eyes. Just pitch black. Eyes behind thick glasses. He was carrying an ice pick in his hand, and Chris was just being chill since he saw the ice pick, and the guy said, get down on your knees, telling him he had money. Tell- Oh, and they kept telling him that they had no money, but they had cards and car keys, and they offered him that. He tied Chris's hands behind his back with the straps of Chris's backpack, and tied Holly's hands back with her belt. Chris, now, this is this is where trigger warnings start to happen, okay? Okay. So, if you get triggered easily by violence, um, rape, and murder, well... Don't listen. I
1: mean, you shouldn't be listening to this if you're disturbed by murder anyways. Yeah,
0: but the other two things? That makes sense. Yeah, okay. But I feel like I should include that, maybe. I don't know. I don't- uh, Some people- I don't know. Um, Chris kept fighting for the man to let Holly go and let her be safe, and said he wouldn't- He he could do whatever he wanted to him, but just, like, th- he had to let Holly go. The man was anxious and was like super wired and might have been on something. He dragged Chris away on the ground covered on the ground and the ground was covered with rocks and glass and Holly followed on her knees and had loosened the belt around her wrists. She thought of everything she was supposed to, but that is when the man threw Chris into a small ditch and made and also her and made them lie next to each other and yelled at them to be quiet and said he had a friend with him who was coming back. He ran back to the electrical box because he had a bag in there. He was ripping fabric, and they tried to think of an escape plan. He came back, tied their ankles together, and gagged them, but she stuck out her tongue so it wouldn't fit tightly. Which is actually very smart. Uh, she freed her hand in the gag and then Chris's gag. He said he broke out of jail, the man, and that he had a gun and a friend and that they should stop trying to escape and yelled at Holly for looking at him. She would just stare at him, and he- she noticed that he had a tattoo of a snake wrapped around his arm. Why did I make an arm mark- words? I made like- for some reason I started circling my arm. (laughs) Fun. I don't know why. Fun. Uh,
1: (laughs) I don't know. Okay. Back to seriousness. Chris turned- What do you mean you don't know? You're the one talking about the topic. Wait, no what oh my, I can't even speak.
0: Okay, I we're just back just to the on. story. Well
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh Chris turned around and said to Holly, just stay calm, everything's going to be okay. The man was carrying a heavy rock, it looked to be about maybe fifty pounds, and dropped the rock on Chris's head, and picked up the rock and kept hitting it hitting him over and over and over again. Okay. Second TW This one is for Brief. So, please leave if this disturbs you. I already warned you before, but if you think you should keep listening, don't. Okay. When he was satisfied, he went to Holly and untied her ankles. She fought, but he stabbed her with the ice pick in the neck. Oh. And then whispered, see how easily I could kill you? Oh. She heard a gurgling- Yeah, that's not cool. (laughs) That is, that is, like, mmm. That's, like, creepy. She heard a gurgling noise from Chris and said, Can you please just move his head so he doesn't choke on his own blood? The man went to Chris and said, He's gone, you don't have to worry about him no more. Chris was not alive at this point. But, so, the noise she had heard was, like, a death sound. So, like, sometimes when people are dead, they just release, like, Uh, air. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the man raped Holly, and the first train, in hours, went past them as this happened. So, that is the end of my story. But imagine, like, waiting, like, the train hasn't come that whole entire night, and the time it does is during that. Oh, And, like, I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, time to do our plugs, I guess. This is such a bummer note.
1: Well, our Facebook is Rainy Day Podcast. There's a group, and there's a page, and they're linked, and it's painful to say this every time, but <laughs> we yes, might. and our email is a arainydaypodcast at gmail.com. I don't know why I'm talking really slowly.
0: Our Instagram is Rainy underscore day underscore podcast. Our website is Rainy dot com Yes. And on Spotify, just look up Rainy Day Podcast and you will find us.
1: We need to stop with this.
0: <laughs> and our YouTube is also Rainy Day Podcast. Well, anyway, thank you guys for listening. Yeah.